right, here we go. Let's start it off. How's everyone doing tonight? Good, good. Well, this morning for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's morning for you. What time is it there? It's 7 a.m. Sunday. So Ooh, you're an early bird. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, I guess pumpkin got kicked. Uh, What's that? I said pumpkin, I think, got kicked out again. Oh, okay. Okay, we'll start it off and when she comes, we'll add her back. Um, if everyone wants to go around and introduce themselves, I guess we'll start off from left to bottom right. Tracy and Jevin. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so my name is Tracy. Um, I go by Marvel Black Cat uh, on the social. And um, I've been cosplaying for about five weeks now. Right? Is that the first cosplay you did when I saw you? Yes. Ooh, okay. Yeah. And hello, I am Jevin, and I go by the Creepy Collector on Instagram, and I've been cosplaying since I was a kid. <laughs> nice. Want to go around this way, Scarlett? All right. Um, hi, everyone. Um, my name is Nick. Most people call me Wally or the Scarlet Cosplayer. Um, I've been cosplaying for about seven years, six or seven years now. And we've got my own reviews that I do. And that's perfect. my thing. You do reviews on YouTube, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Cool. Want to take it away? Uh, right. I'm Wizard of Oz Cosplay. Uh, my name is Mike. Um, I'm from Australia, as you might be able to tell. I've been cosplaying for about three years. I decided to cosplay January 2020 when COVID started to rear its ugly head. Uh, yeah. Okay, Pumpkin's back. Hey, guys. You okay? Yeah, doing good. Yeah, my connection, it disconnected me when we went live. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so everyone just introduced themselves and, like, how long they were cosplaying for, so... You want to take it away? Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, so I'm Pumpkin of Steel or Kellyanne. Uh, I've actually been following along with the cosplay community since 2011. Uh, after that, I did kind of makeup art. Um, and then I started cosplaying officially in 2021. Nice. Yes. So I'll get questions up. So the topic today is cosplay and mental health. So I guess the first question I'll, I'll ask is, how has cosplay helped you deal with mental health issues? I guess we'll go back from left to right again. So, Tracy? Um, well, cosplay is, um, it's been a way for me to really step into myself, to be honest with you. I unfortunately had two really bad relationships back to back. And after my last breakup, I took a good year and then I decided what I wanted to do, and cosplay was one of them. So nice. it's been a way to grow into myself. Yeah. Hello, Jevin. Thank you. Um, I think it's just, it keeps the mind occupied, and if you're going through something, you know, it's just, it's a good escape from all of that, and just knowing what you're working towards and the final product and kind of gives your life meaning in a way. So I just think it's a great hobby. And it's something I'm really glad I got into. That's nice. Thank you. Uh, so I'll go next. Um, cosplay is a really cool way of being able to use escapism to 
kind of like help deal with the heavier issues. So with me, I had like a kind of a rough getting up and through the cosplay, it's been able to help me like reestablish uh, like self-worth and respect for myself. And I think that's kind of cool. Okay, for myself, um, I used to be a pro wrestler. I did that for about 10 years. I quit pro wrestling and I kind of had a void in my life, like an artistical expression void. I looked around a little bit looking for things. And then I think on Instagram, I just discovered cosplay and that kind of fit with everything I was doing. It, you know, it, wrestling is all about, you know, creating characters and making costumes and that kind of thing. So I just transitioned from wrestling to cosplay. So now I get to dress up and not have people punch me in the face or hurt myself. And the same as uh, the guy before me, it's an escapism thing for me. I get to sort of just leave myself for a while and my problems and yeah. Yeah. So one of the, one of the topics from the last discussion I, I found interesting was someone asked that if cosplay was just a mask for actually dealing with our problems or does it actually help? So what do you guys think of that? Like, is it just mask the, the actual issue or does it actually help you? I think it helps you overcome it, to be honest with you, in my opinion. So. Okay. What do you think, oh, Scarlett? Absolutely. Um, I think that it's kind of neat to help get you through the problems. Because, like, a lot of cosplayers, they'll use uh, the persona of the character that they're doing at cons. That way they help feel real to, like, the kids that they see. Or if they're doing, like, the charity work with the cosplay. And through that, you can be like, okay, how would, like, Bruce Wayne handle this problem? Or how would uh, Diana Prince handle this problem? And it kind of makes you have to look outside the typical box that you normally would look at with the problems to be able to be like, okay, what's out of the box? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I think, look, wearing the mask does help and it does make you sort of forget who you are for that, that little bit of time you're doing it. But I think what it also gives you gifts, I guess, people that may not have um, many social outlets, a social outlet, so such as cons. So, you know, and a lot of, a lot of, I, I, I run a uh, meetup group here in Perth and I, I could easily say that 60 to 70% of the people that uh, go to my group have some sort of, uh, you know, depression, autism, schizophrenia and stuff like that. So I guess putting that mask on gives them that little bit of extra courage to go and be social and then they get to go to be social where there's other people that have possibly similar or the same issues as, as they do. Um, so I think it, it it's good in the fact that you, you've, you do find people with similar issues that you can relate to. Um, you have yeah. a have a hobby and you get to laugh and sort of just meet new people. Um, so I think it, from a social act, uh, aspect, I guess, especially with people that do have uh, dealing with mental stuff, it is a, a very, very, very safe place. That's nice, nice. Oh, we lost you again. <laughs> I know. Uh, I think uh, part of my house doesn't have good Wi-Fi, apparently. So we were just saying how um, I was just asking how cosplay has helped you deal with mental uh, health issues. If you want to go? Yeah, definitely. Um, so for me, it's I mean, it's been a big catalyst for my confidence, uh, for having outlets to like coping skills. 
I love doing so many different things uh, within art and I've been able to build, sew, uh, paint, and it's being able to connect with the community and people that are like-minded helped me immensely. I was severely abused uh, as a child and then I was in an eight-year domestic violence situation and I actually have a traumatic brain injury and uh, quite a few other mental uh, health issues. So for me, cosplay, I got it, like, of course, going to conventions, I wasn't able to do that in the relationship I was in. But once I got out of that, and like last year was my first convention, it was like everything that I had ever seen or looked at came to life in front of me. And I was able to meet some extraordinary people and just it was welcoming. It's amazing to see other people find themselves through the characters that they play to connect to the characters. It, I absolutely love it. Nice. I'm looking forward to meeting you, by the way. Yeah, definitely. Me too. YetiCon, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, that being said, um, I know for Tracy and Scarlett, I guess the answer is already out there, but is there um, a cosplay character that kind of resonates with you, you know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of mental health and like you actually identify with and you know what I mean, you can see yourself in them. And why is that? I guess I'll let you go, Tracy. Okay. Um, yeah, most definitely. Um, like I said, I, I have my first cosplay that I've really tried to work on the best I can over the last few weeks or almost two months, I guess now has been Black Cat. And it really the whole character resonates with me. Um, I'm also a single mom, you know, like Black Cat was. So definitely I can like go into that character a lot easier because I feel like it's relatable. So, um, and it helps me build my confidence as well. There's no way I thought, you know, a couple of years ago that I would be doing this, but I'm so glad I did. And I wish I had thought of it sooner. Nice. Devin? Um, I can't really say there's one character I, I really like doing. I just like to do something that looks cool, basically. Nothing too deep. It's like, oh, that's kind of a cool character. I should go into that person. All right. Scarlet. I already know your answer, but go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, probably by the name of the Scarlet Cosplayer, um, you could figure out I am a huge Flash guy. Growing up on the uh, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited series, getting to see like all the heroes, getting to interact with each other. But it was always Wally West's Flash that kind of stuck out to me as he was always the one to like go out of his way to try to help the rogues and always try to see the good in people, even when they were in their lowest of times. And growing up, I had one dad abandon me and then a stepdad abuse me. And so I didn't exactly have like a good father figure or a structure on how to live my life. But watching Wally West and the shows, seeing Flash in comics and stuff like that, that kind of helped pave me into who the person I want to be is, where you trust everyone, you stay hopeful, and you try to help out where you can. And my first cosplay was a Kid Flash suit that I'm... I still got hanging up as like a trophy at this point, just because it felt like something I would never be able to do. And then I moved out on my own, started getting kind of somewhat mentally healthier. And 
it was just kind of like, a, hey, you know what? I never would have been allowed to do this in my previous situation, so why don't I try it now? And now we're here today. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> For myself, it would be pretty much uh, Guile is probably my uh, the character I cosplay the most. Um, that's purely because I've l I love Street Fighter and I've loved it for a long time. My favorite um, character is Dao Zim, but I'm not sure if I can probably pull that one off uh, too well. But so I went with Guile. Um, Street Fighter. Look, I I had a not an overly bad childhood, but I had some bad things happen, and Street Fighter definitely was my escape at that point in time. So. I knew as soon as when I started cosplaying that my first cosplay was going to probably be a Street Fighter character. And then when I looked through them, it was either Ken or Guile, and I went with Guile, and I'm, I'm glad I did. Um, but to be honest, the, I don't know about you guys, but the character that I actually identify with the most with, um, and I actually uh, I find it difficult. I want to cosplay, but I don't want to cosplay at the same time. I can't really explain it, is Anakin Skywalker because I feel out of every character and everything I have, I really do. I'm not going to become a galactic Sith Lord or anything, but just I, 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 you know, I really relate to his character and what what he sort of went through. And it's kind of like I really wanted to cosplay him, but it kind of, I don't know. It seems a little bit too close to home some of the stuff, and I don't know mentally how <laughs> that will go. But maybe one day. But Guile definitely is my my favorite character to cosplay. Nice. Okay. All right. Um, for me, there's a few, uh, but I'm going to have to say um, probably Rogue. Uh, so I was, like I said, severely abused as a child. I uh, wasn't really allowed to have friends go to anybody's house. Um, everything was very controlled. Everything I ate was very controlled. Everything that happened was and... Uh, I was also bullied in school. When I was 13, I wound up uh, getting away from my dad. Had my first relationship too, got cheated on. Um, bullying continued, I lost any friends that I did have. And so for me, it's like I always felt like I was untou completely untouchable. Like everything that I ever did just got messed up. Uh, So yeah, for me, uh, Rogue, because she always tries to bring people hope, even though she's been through hell and back. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, Hello. it's okay. I'm good. Yeah, we're all. Yeah. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Everybody yeah. get it all out. Yeah. I, I kind of yeah. choose a little bit more of the anti-hero type of characters. I feel like I guess my first one was probably. I think it was Deathstroke was my first one. And um, I did Azrael after that. So, yeah, I kind of choose a more anti-hero. I don't know if it's because... But I, I, I feel like I did suffer a lot from anxiety and depression at the time. So, like, actually wearing cosplays with a mask helped me navigate through the cons and um, helped me feel less, I guess, like anxious dealing with people. You know what I mean? Being covered up and stuff like that. So it did, it did, it did ease me into where I am today now where I actually talk to people face to face and you know what I mean? It's, it's getting better as, as it, as it progresses. Uh, I guess I'll let you guys handle this one. 
Do you guys feel there's enough support from the cosplay community for people with mental health issues? Uh, if not, how can we improve? Um, I'm very new to it, as you know. So, um, but I can tell you so far, um, meeting you, at, I guess that was at TCC, I met you. Yes. Um, and everybody was so welcoming and supportive and just, yeah, so welcoming. Um, and since then I've met a million and one Spideys due to being black cat <laughs> most of the time. Um, I also do Venom now as well. Um, so that's relatable for them. So I've made a ton of Spidey friends and we're actually gonna be doing a meet next weekend for a photo shoot. And they have given me so many tips and support and asked me how I'm doing and we've become friends now. So that's I have awesome. to say yeah, like, that's awesome. it's been amazing. I, I have no complaints. <laughs> That's nice. And um, I guess for me, I'm not like too many friends of like cosplayers necessarily, but every time I go to a convention, everyone is so supportive and welcoming and commenting on my costume and just, it's just overall a very good environment to be in. Yeah, I, look, I think it's a very, very good and supportive um, community. Like one, one because there's a, a lot of us, so you're always going to sort of find someone that may have gone through something similar, has, you know, the same thing that you might have. Um, so it, it's it's good in it's good in that sense. Um, so I, I think it's I think it's a very popular, uh, very positive thing to do. Um, I'll give you a story. Like on one of my my first meetups, I um I didn't actually know anyone when I did my first meetup, but I got these messages from a few kids, and they were like, you know, I'm really anxious. I don't, you know, I don't have any friends. Um, I'm not sure if I want to go. So I just said to these kids, um, when you get there, look for the guy with the big hair. That's me. Come over and hang out with me. So I, I did the meetup. These, there was three of them that actually did it. They came and they hung out with me. Uh, we had the meetup. We all went to like a bar afterwards. And we were all there, uh, you know, doing what you do at a bar. And the three of them were at the, end of the, at the end of the table. And they were there like drawing dragons and all this kind of stuff. Three of them. It was two girls and a guy. So I was like, that's really cool. Um, so the, the meetup finished, they all went home and we had another meetup probably about, I don't know, a con another month and a half later. So I, I went to the con, um, those three rocked up together. So they had like formed a little gang. Uh, one of the girls and one of the boys had hooked up and are now boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> and at the con, I was like, hey dudes, how you going? And they're like, yeah, hi. And then they just walked off like I was the uncool uncle or something like that. But it kind of made me happy that... Uh, you know, they, they, they found that connection and they found people that, you know, have similar interests. So, it, you know, it's I think it's one of the best things anyone with any mental health issues could possibly do. And do you think there's a difference between the online cosplay community and the in-person cosplay community? 100%. It's, it's, that's, it's, it's like that with everything. People online are a bunch of, can be a bunch of, you know. Look, people won't, people will say stuff on the internet that they won't say to your face. So it, it's going to make things different. Um, and that, that's the issue. And and I find anyway, the, the issues you have uh, with people saying stuff online are generally from non-cosplayers anyway. So, you know, I think we all know that if we if we misbehave that, you know, I, the other thing with the cosplay community there, you know, if you do something wrong, you're going to get punished. You say the wrong thing. <laughs> you're going to yeah, have a gang of people after you. So so we all know to, to not, you know, to to not act up. But yeah, all, all the bad, I, I found all the bad stuff comes from non-cosplayers generally so i don't know i haven't had a i haven't had a cosplayer say oh your your costume sucks i've had non-cosplayers say it but i haven't had a cosplayer say it to me so you know yeah 
think the community is pretty good. Yeah, Pumpkin. I was just saying, I was just asking if, um, let me see what the question was again. <laughs> uh, if, uh, do you think there's enough um, support within the cosplay community in terms of mental health? And is there a difference between the online cosplay community and the in-person cosplay community? Uh, there, it's definitely getting better. Uh, I mean, that's kind of a worldwide thing. Uh, mental health is becoming more known about and everyone's aware that literally everybody has some kind of mental health issue. I think it's 98% of the American population is, is and can be diagnosed with something from depression to anxiety, whatever that may be. Um, a lot of conventions, uh, like if you were to go out in that sense, they definitely don't understand how like crowd control can be. Um, so in general, that can cause a lot of anxiety for people. And then having a safe place to be able to kind of step away from the convention. Uh, that's, I would say there's a lot of support within the community overall. It's just there's certain things that could get better. Um, cosplayer to cosplayer, everybody's extremely nice. I've seen very, very little like nitpickiness or bullying or anything like that. And I'm very, very thankful for it. Uh, like I said, after dealing with so much of that, it's like coming into a community and you'll meet people from all walks of life. You have scientists, attorneys, doctors, uh, teachers. It's amazing. And I absolutely love it. And then people who have made complete careers out of it. And they're the nicest people in the world too. Like people who truly are artists, it seems. And like, this is their passion. I mean, even if you're not an artist, you're just, you love to act. You love to put on a suit. It doesn't matter if you buy it. It doesn't matter if it's a closet cosplay or whatever it is, as long as you enjoy what you're doing. And as long, nobody should have any issue with that. And so far I've seen nothing but a ton of positivity in that sense towards other people. And I mean, from everyone and any negativity, it seems like that kind of gets nipped out really quick. Uh, it's a very active community worldwide. Yeah, it continues to grow. Um, so has anyone here ever like dealt with any gatekeeping or anything like that? Definitely. <laughs> you have? Yes. Uh, so like I said, um, as a child and teenager, I mean, I'm 26, but um, I was bullied because my dad wouldn't let me watch anything on TV. I wasn't allowed to play Pokemon. I wasn't allowed to play card games. I uh, wasn't allowed to read comics, nothing with pictures in it. So I was very, very much an outcast. Uh, I started reading comics once I got away from him and I just started literally finding and picking every little fandom and learning any, just anything that I loved, I would get into. So people really, because I wasn't a lifelong person who was into Marvel or something like that, I've dealt with some people who act like that's not an okay thing. And like, I'm just a newbie and I'm just trying to do stuff for clout or trying to get a name or anything. And it's like, I don't really care. I, I love enjoying myself and I love empowering other people. Like it, it's a wonderful, like I absolutely love cosplay. Can I, I ask you those Marvel people you're, yeah. oh, sorry, sorry. 
Go ahead. Were go these ahead. Marvel people cosplayers or not cosplayers that were talking? Uh, both, actually. Um, I've met some some people who cosplay. I feel like it, that just comes from an inner hurt or something that's going on within them, which, I mean, it's like every we all go through stuff. We all have jealousy. We all have different things like that. You never know what somebody's dealing with, so... Whenever somebody does get upset with me or like they want to act like the gatekeeperish type or like I can't be a part of them because I don't know this much about Star Wars or I'm just learning so I can't be a part of the conversation. Um, it's just it's some cosplayers. I've seen it at conventions like I've been to quite a few since last year and it's completely fine. It's, I know that, you know, as like, they'll see like whatever, I don't really care. I, I enjoy it for myself. I'll learn as I can. There's only so much information we can take in. And I mean, I'm a mom and I'm doing my best to provide for my family too. So I'll learn as I can. <laughs> I think, I think it's fair to say that everyone in here gravitates more to one fandom or, you know, a various few of, uh, of, of fandoms that and might not know everything about everything so I think I think it's fair to say um but if you want to cosplay something outside of the norm that you actually think it's, it's totally fine I don't think there's yeah. anything that should stop you from doing that no and I mean you anybody can learn about a character too so I mean if you see a character you like and it might just be a, that physical attraction at first but then you learn about them that's a great thing. Like absolutely nothing wrong. And if somebody doesn't know something, just inform them. Like it's great to have conversations. I absolutely love nerding out with people. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I kind of think, you know, I think it's cool when you find someone who's new to your fandom and you get to uh, expose them to all that stuff. I don't know why anyone would even want to be negative to that. You're, you're getting, you know, you're getting to show someone this awesome thing and you get to see their, you know, like their, their reactions and and that kind of thing. It's like, did you just watch uh, the, the Mandalorian spoiler alert? But hey, it's, it's when uh, Luke Skywalker came in, you know, like I remember talking to people that hadn't even watched Star Wars, but, you know, at work the next day, they were like, oh, did you see that Luke Skywalker guy? I'm like, yeah, I saw him. But, you know, that was awesome. Like these people had no exposure to Star Wars, but, you know, here we are at work talking about Luke Skywalker, the first time they'd ever seen him, and they were excited. I thought that was really cool. I didn't go, oh, shut up. You don't know what it's, you know. I, yeah. I don't understand why people would, would be gatekeeping like that, you know. I, I, I'd, yeah. I'd be wanting to share that with everyone. Like, That's awesome. Um, I do a lot of uh, online lives on TikTok. I have over 4,000 following in a very short amount of time, under three months. And I bring cosplayers on to talk about cosplay as well. And I can tell you, like, what everybody is saying here, it really resonates to what I hear from other cosplayers. So it's it's so nice to see, like, hear everybody's background stories and then see how they've developed themselves through cosplay through that and to overcome any challenges or issues that they might have come across in their life and make them stronger. It's really yeah. Cool. Is there anything outside of cosplay, like, I guess, music, anything else outside of cosplay that kind of helps you with your mental health? Or any, anything or anyone? I paint, personally. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Devin? Um, I do artwork, and I hang out with my friends on calls, kind of like this. I think those are the main things I do, but, you know, stuff like music, movies, escaping 
yeah, you know, that always helps. Uh, for me, it was it used to be sport, but I uh, I'm old now and I busted my knee out, so I can't play sports. So I've um recently uh went and bought a PlayStation, so I've got back into gaming. So I'm hitting Fortnite really hard at the moment, and I'm super enjoying that. So <laughs> for me, it's a it's a nice escapism because once you're playing, you can't think of anything else. How crazy yeah, exactly. Or, that, that, you don't don't have you don't have that time. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my that's one of my um go tos. What about you, um yeah. Nick? Uh, yeah, kind of like what was was saying with uh, gaming. I was actually just using Jedi Survivor a little bit ago before we got on. Because, like, yeah, it, you know, you can just immerse yourself into the game for a while. Let everything just fly out the window. You need to take some range out. There's fighting games. You need something a little bit cool and relaxing. There's, like, Slime Rancher. That's always a lot of fun. And Retail Therapy. But that one's not <laughs> Yeah, but with the gaming thing though, like what surprised me is the little kids. The way they swear at you and go oh, God, crazy yeah. at you. Oh, I'm I was sitting there the other day and I don't know. What's that in Fortnite? Yeah, like I, I was playing I don't know, well I was playing in one of those cash cup things and you know I I'm not that good at the moment, so I'm a little bit, you know, I sneak around and I make sure I've got the right guns for the end and these kids just want to go straight in and fight and then they went into this one spot, both got killed in two seconds, and then they got angry that I wasn't uh, rebooting them fast enough, and they're swearing at me, and like, I was like, dude, you sound like you're 12 years old, where's your mum and dad right now? So, <laughs> yeah, other than that, it's been cool, so. Yeah, Fortnite, Fortnite's one of those games that I play, but I can't, I can't build for shit, so I just, I, I, like on. you do, I just sneak around, and, and I play like Call of Duty, pretty much. <laughs> Come play Zero Build then, that, they've got Zero Build now, so there's yeah, no that. Yeah, I, right I, play, I play once in a while, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Pumpkin? Is there anything outside of cosplay? Uh, yes, I actually uh, am a personal trainer, but I love working out. Um, that is definitely a big help for me. And then um, I'm extremely creative. Uh, so I, I love painting. And like I said, that kind of went into cosplay. But painting, drawing, doing crafts with my five-year-old daughter. Play Oops, she cut out. Still here. An alarm went off. Yeah, you cut off for a second. Okay, cool, cool. But yeah, um, so yeah, playing with my daughter, and then I actually love music. So for me, that is just and creating it, whatever it is. I that's one of my bigger outlets. Nice. Um, I don't have many que many questions. Um, do you guys want to? You guys have anything in, in general you'd like to address? I'll ask a question. Has has cosplay sort of spurred anything? Like we cosplay, has it led to anything else for you guys? Like that you might not have thought that it could have led to. Um, I guess for me, it, it just started off as like dressing up for Halloween a lot and. Eventually, I think I was like 10, I cosplayed as no specific character. It was just kind of something I came up with. It was like this white baby mask, blood dripping up the eyes, and I was kind of like this creepy butcher kid. And that was like my first like kind of cosplay. I was like, whoa, I can dress up for something besides Halloween? So then that kind of branched out, and I started dressing up as things 
like not necessarily horror. So now I have a big list of just all these cosplays I want to do, and a lot of them are even horror related. It's like, oh, I can cosplay as like anything. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, for me, I guess um, doing cosplay it just helped me. Um, it helped me have a voice, I guess. Um, I'm super introverted, like very introverted. My anxiety runs high when I'm in large crowds. So it's actually uh, what Pumpkin was saying, like if there was like an actual area that we could like step away to, like when we're in the con, that would be something that's really awesome because for someone like me, like um, anxiety is like a big, huge thing. So um, when I, as soon as I get dressed, I'm able to step out of myself and become this character and now we have all these things coming up. Now my almost my entire summer is full. Like we might even be going to um, Sick Kids Hospital and trying to cheer up the kids there and all these awesome things. So it's just opening up so many doors. I'm excited. Uh, that's probably same something similar for me. Uh, I didn't realize that cosplay was going to be able to open up. Um, I'm actually an ambassador for Atlanta Cosplayers. Um, that allowed me to actually be able to um, exhibit with them at DreamHack, and that was an amazing experience. Definitely one of the best conventions I've been to. Um, then cosplay volunteers. Uh, I've started doing that and going to children's hospitals or just getting to be a child superhero and help them find that hero within themselves is the most rewarding feeling. And honestly, that is a huge reason of why I love to cosplay and to get into the characters, to bring them to life for myself, but for others. Yeah, the kids are really awesome when they you know when you when a kid comes up to you and they're speaking and you know that kid thinks you are that character like you can tell um i think we we're in i was in it might have been uh, melbourne last year and i was with mermaid and um this little girl came up to her and you could full-on tell that this little girl thought she was that character and luckily mermaid knew all the she was raven so she knew all the spell words and this you know you yep. could just see the in this little girl's eyes just they were like this big it was it was awesome that yeah the kids really do make it magical right? they believe yeah yeah i completely agree with you guys on that the kids are a huge highlight of the craft um i ended up doing this birthday party a few years ago where this little girl was just like obsessed with the flash more than any kid i've seen in the state of oklahoma and i get there and i do my little song and i do my dance and it's at some like uh, jungle gym park. So they all go and play and the mom comes up to me and she goes, so which flash are you supposed to be? Cause my daughter says you're one and the outfit says something completely different. And I'm like in the season four flash suit, but the little girl could tell that I was a redhead. And so she's like, no mom, that's Wally West. That is my flash. And I was like, kid, you about to make me cry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had something similar happen. Uh, I was Beast Boy and I had something. Look, I'm going to admit this. I, I cosplayed a character I knew nothing about. 
So anyway, I cosplayed as Beast Boy, and this little boy comes up to me and goes, yeah, I love burgers better than tacos and blah, blah. He's going on he's going on about some stuff, and I didn't know what he was going on about. So I was like, I just agreed with him. And I went off and quickly um, did a bit of research, and supposedly Beast Boy and uh, Cyborg fight over whose tacos or hamburgers are better or something like that. So <laughs> it, it taught me to do a at least a little bit of research next time I cosplay a character that I don't know much about. So he, he kind of put me on the spot. Yeah, kids will do that for sure. They know all the questions to ask, and they will ask every one of them. I was Spider Gwen yesterday at Children's Healthcare, and that was amazing. But oh my goodness, they wanted me to take off the mask, and then they ask you to do uh, what powers you have, and it's like, well, you, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Just if I promised if I was going to be there, I, you know, I can't do this. <laughs> If, if they ask you to do stuff, like blame their mum that they, they won't let you do it. They told you you weren't allowed to use your powers. Or something like that. It's like, yep. <laughs> oh, man. For me, I, um, a cosplay opened up a lot of doors. Like, I actually started, I think it was, like, 2016. I just casually went to my cousins one day. I didn't, never knew this world existed. Because um, I always was I was one of those kids that, like, grew up with the, uh, with the Christopher Reeves um Superman movies, and I always I did the the you know the, the towel and fly around jumping off your bed type of stuff. Um, so yeah, when they actually told me there was such a thing that people dress up and go to, I'm like, no way, right? So I, I went in like my Superman T-shirt and whatnot. I'm like, oh, next year, next year for sure, I'm cosplaying. And from there, like it just skyrocketed. I started the page for like Toronto, and then start featuring featuring cosplayers. I never knew the page was gonna take off to where it is today, to the point where I'm getting invites to premieres and stuff like that and it's 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 amazing it's like a it's like a roller coaster and i'm here for the ride man it's i've met so many amazing people it's, it's and i'm meeting one this year hopefully um so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun yeah and it's, it, i don't know about you guys but it has you know my my friends have gone from just being local to worldwide now you know i, I feel like i could pretty much go to anywhere in the states now and i'm gonna probably know someone that i've got a place to stay <laughs> Well, not just that, you know, like, I know when I go there, I'll be like, I'm, I'm going to be wanting to do shoots with about 20 people. So, like, you know, that's probably what my, my trip may only entail. But, yeah, you, just to, just being able to meet people from around the world and, you know, I've met a girl from another place, you know, like, that I would have never been able to have probably met, meet if I didn't have cosplay. So, yeah. That's what it's all about, connecting people. Yeah, 100%. Well, we're in Canada, so you can now connect with us more too. Definitely. We're about in Canada. Whereabouts are you? Uh, we're both in the GTA. Yeah, the Greater Toronto. Then, uh, sorry, Ontario. Sorry, Ontario. Ontario. Yeah. Toronto. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, forgot. Yeah. You. Okay. I haven't been to that side of Canada. <laughs> I've been, I've been to Calgary and that side. I haven't been over that side. Okay. We'll have to get over there. What's that? We're in uh, Mississauga. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure where that is. I'm going to look Ontario. it up afterwards. Okay? She's, like, she's like on the, you're on the opposite side of me. Yeah, you're on the opposite yeah. side of me. Um, uh, Tracy, are you going to EddieCon? Uh, yep, I'm going to be going. The next ones I'm going to is Anime North. I will not be doing cosplay, but I will be there uh, to present some, uh, to represent for a couple of my other friends, like Giant Evie will be there. And then we'll be going to... Um, uh, the awesome toy show, um, which will be at the beginning of uh, June, and then later on in June we'll be going to Niagara Con. 
Nice. What cons are you all going to? Pardon? What, what, no, the, the um, Scarlet oh, and Wiz. Like, what cons do you guys have next, like, plan next? Um, so I'm hoping that I can schedule Fan Expo Dallas this year because that's just in Texas and it's like a three hour drive. But that one may have to be put on hold as I'm also going to Fan Expo Chicago and meeting a friend that I've never gotten to meet um, in person yet because he lives in Chicago and another buddy of mine who used to live in Florida but now lives in Arkansas. But we're all meeting up in Chicago and we're going to like just completely destroy the con. Hopefully nice. not literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chicago's going through a lot of stuff right now. So You never know. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Wiz? Uh, I'm Dragon Con is next for me. <laughs> I've been trying to go to Dragon Con. Like I said, I started cosplaying in um, January 2020. So I, I finally decided I was going to cosplay. I knew I was doing dial. I wanted to go big on my first con. So I was like, okay, I'm going. I, I researched all the cons. Dragon Con looked like the place to be. Booked everything and then COVID hit. So yeah, Dragon Con's going to be next for me. I'm busting to go there. Have any of you I've, guys been there or? I've never, I've never been to a con in, in, the, in, the, in the US, but I feel like if there's a con that I have to go to first, it would have to be Dragon Con. Yep, definitely, 100%. Yeah, it was actually my first trip. I was actually, I think, uh, Fan Expo Toronto. Is that the weekend before Dragon Con normally? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. my first trip I was going to Fan Expo and then Dragon Con. I, I pretty much lined up three cons or four cons in a. Well, if you ever if you ever come to Comic Con, I mean to Fan Expo Toronto, let me know. We usually have a booth there, so we, yeah, we're usually there. Yeah, we'll do. They I'll get there booth, eventually. Actually, you'll see them. <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkin, what do you have next? All right, uh, up next is Momocon. Um, so very excited for that one. And then basically extremely busy for the rest of the year. Uh, right after Momo or in June is YetiCon. As long as everything with my passport comes in smooth, then we will be going. Uh, but yes, then DragonCon. So if you're there, I hope to see you there. And it's... Honestly, more like a festival than a convention. It is an amazing experience. I absolutely I heard, love yeah. it. I've heard nothing about yeah. it. So. Yeah, it's great. Uh, just watch out for falling signs or anything else like that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then DreamHack uh, later in the year. And extremely excited to be there again. Yeah. Tracy, you need to go. Um, you need to check out YetiCon. It's in uh, Blue Mountain. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice, fun little outdoor kind of con. Um, okay. Let me let me get the last question in here for you guys. Uh, do you have any advice for someone dealing with mental health issues that might have anxiety surrounding joining the, the cosplay community? Yeah, most definitely. It could so be a little bit I, intimidating, right? So. Hundred um, percent. So. My my, I do like like I said before. I like on uh, TikTok. I do a lot of talks about these types of things. And um, there's a lot of people that come into my chats that are expressing, you know, their anxiety, their PTSD, their OCD, their ADHD. They're all their things, right? And um, I always tell them, you know, validate those feelings. 
validate those feelings. They deserve the attention that they deserve, you know, but once you've given that, you know, that feeling, the attention it deserves, move on from it because nobody deserves to sit in a hole, you know, so validate your feelings and then try to step out of it as best you can. And if you need support to do it, then look to your community because we're all here to support each other. Exactly. Correct. Anyone else? Okay, for me, it's like, if you're feeling it, go see a mental health professional. There's nothing, there's no shame, there's nothing wrong. It's just like going to see a doctor or a physiotherapist or a chiropractor um, and try to hit it on the head as quick as you can. Because I, I know personally, I, you know, I can kind of, I don't know how, how you guys are, but I can kind of uh, gauge how my mental health is going. And there's, you know, there's a few times that I, I know I probably should have gone and seen someone and I've just gone, it'll be all right, it'll be all right. And then it's not all right. <laughs> so just, yeah, use use the mental health professionals. Go see them. Don't don't feel ashamed to see them. Don't feel bad. It's not a weakness. It's a, I think it's actually a, a strength that you're actually being honest with yourself that you're going to do something. And look, going through that process with a psychologist or something is a very, uh, it can be a little bit painful and difficult, but once you're through and you get to that other end, life is so much better. Um, so yeah, just go get professional help. There's uh, help. There's nothing wrong with it. And the sooner, the better. Hit, you know, get it, be get it before it sort of festers. That's that's my kind of philosophy. And I, I struggle with that personally. Like I said, I, I, I sometimes let things go a little bit too long that I know if I had have gone and seen someone maybe a month or two beforehand, I probably would have been in a lot better position. But yeah, so go and see someone. And speak to someone. doesn't matter. A friend, anyone. Just don't, don't hold it in. That's the other thing. Every, you know, talk about stuff. If you've got that friend to do that, but we're all here. Let's grab another cosplayer. <laughs> That's the way I see it. Any advice, Scarlet Pumpkin? Uh, yeah, you know, um, cosplay can be really scary, it can get the anxiety going, um, especially if you are in certain areas where the cosplay community of that area is very clicky. You'll get ones that are specifically only one group, some that are, you know, like, oh, I make all of mine, but you buy yours kind of people. You just got to kind of take that leap, embrace the anxiety. And if you need to find a character that you resonate from where you don't quite look like yourself, like put on the wig you'll look completely different, put the makeup on, put a mask on that might help you because then it's like, Oh, you're not the one having to go and, you know, be in front of all these people. It's like this other person, it's Lolita, it's a Batman and they're interacting with the people and you get to be like, okay, let's just kind of like take a, take a minute and kind of push through it. Can I ask, is there any Gen Xs in here? What's what's everyone's sort of age here? I think I'm, I'm a millennial. I think I'm a millennial. How was it growing up for you going through school? Like for me, like if I if I had gone through school now, I I'm definitely would have been diagnosed with something. But back in the 80s, I was just weird. I, <laughs> I actually I actually spent most of my life 
um, in South America. So most of my childhood in South America, that's where I grew up. Um, well, technically the Caribbean, but uh, I think school over there is completely different than school over here. <laughs> it's um, I had more freedoms, I, I, I should say. Like we'd be running around doing all kinds of stuff back, you know what I mean? It's um, I didn't, de- I don't even think we knew back then what mental health was. Like it was an issue, or you know what I mean? Now it's kind of like highlighted and given that attention that it actually deserves. So we just kind of like, oh, he's crazy type of thing, you know? People would be like, oh, he's crazy, you know what I mean? It's like a pretty much, yeah, it's easy to put a name on something, but not, yeah. you know, really identify what's going on. For me, myself, like I always say, I squirrel. I definitely squirrel all the time. Now looking back, it's probably ADHD, you know, but I just call it my squirrel moments. Yeah. Yeah. And what about school? Did you guys, I know some of you went through bullying. Did any of you have any sort of issues with your mental health going through school? Oh, um, I have no friends. Definitely. Yeah. See, for, look, I was lucky that I was very good at chasing around and kicking inflated leather balls so i i actually got away with um even though they thought i was weird i you know i got away with it because i could play sport but i definitely saw my other friends that didn't have i guess that really sort of suffer from bullying and like i said they didn't they didn't diagnose anything back in the 80s it was just crazy that's oh no it was weird they still kind of don't i mean bullying is extremely bad in schools still now uh i didn't go to high school at all because i was bullied so severely i was from a small town and everybody knew that the insane girl or whatever other name that they decided to come up with so i mean it it can be rough and it's honestly it just it has gotten worse because parents are more afraid of what their child can become and they will just beat into their kids heads that you don't need to be this, don't do this, don't do that. And then that just kind of puts into the child's head, well, why not? Or they judge other kids that even based on politics, and that was something when I was in school that was still there. And it's to a point, I wish I could say that that had gotten better, but it really hasn't. Uh, They try to say that they understand mental health, but they really still do not. And it needs to be taken more seriously. Yeah, I think a lot of parents as well need to like kind of understand because I say when I came to Canada, it was tech- it was pretty much only me and my mom. So she um she was kind of protective of me in the fact that she didn't want me to go places as you said, like certain places, and she was kind of like so she kind of like put these scenarios in my brain that this would happen and that would happen. So like even now yeah. at this point, that's kind of developed my anxiety to the point where I kind of overanalyze things. If I have to go yep. from point A to point B, I overanalyze. Oh, this could happen for here, 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 here. So like. It's 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 something that needs to be broken to the point where I think parents have to understand mental health issues before they actually say something stuff to their kids. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. I was very timid growing up. Like I didn't like I, I think I had one friend really growing up, to be honest with you, and I was always timid to do anything or say anything in fears that I might do or say the wrong thing, you know. Yeah. Well we're all, I mean, look, we're I all here now. I struggle with sort of, I don't now, but look, I've, you know, getting older, you kind of work, get to work stuff out. But as a, as a kid, I used to struggle a lot with friendships. Like, um, we did a thing where 
in year one and so when I was six and seven, we did a thing where we wrote who our best friends were and then we put them in a it's called a do you do this like a time capsule, they bury it and then twenty years later they pull it out and you read all the stuff. Um all my stuff, every every kid that I said was my best friend was when I read his stuff was never my best friend back. And I really struggled with um gauging <laughs> gauging friendships. Um so that that's where I really struggled with. But, yeah. Yeah. But I see going my, to these things my and... daughter goes through the same thing actually. Like when I saw my daughter start school, she's only young, she's seven now. But when mm. I saw her walk into school, she immediately wanted everyone to be her best friend. Yeah. 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 And teaching that is hard, but uh, I will have to say that's something uh, I have a five year old daughter, and I mean, it's something I've had to teach myself too dealing with bullies and saying not letting them get to you, it's gonna hurt and acknowledging it, just like what you had said earlier, you need to acknowledge those emotions and yes, it hurt, but you need to know yourself well enough, like I'm a good person. You've got to reinforce that you are a very good person and all of your strengths, you've got to know them, know your weaknesses, your triggers, all of that, and then a way to cope. So yeah. just, if somebody's mean to you and you know that it's going to make you cry immediately and then that's going to cause anxiety, well, try to figure out something like deep breathing or something that you can do to get yourself time to get away from the situation and to just relax for a minute. Find things to help you relax. Yes. Yeah. yes. So one, one thing I feel sorry about with the kids now is uh, with social media and mobile phones is Look, if, if I got a bit of bullying at school, I could go home, shut my door, and then it was sort of finished. But now with, uh, you know, like, sorry, cell phones and those kind of things, kids don't get a break from it. They're getting bombarded 24 hours a day. Yeah. Like, I, I, you couldn't pay me enough money right now. To, I, I'll, I'll take my childhood back in the 80s and early 90s over the now. Like, I, I think they're... And, they're and the really worst case scenario is, like, uh, there's been a lot of, like, like suicides based on, like, bullying. And specifically mm -hmm. online building, it's 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 getting crazy. Yeah, it's very bad. It doesn't, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It's twenty four hours a day. The the kids have access to each other yeah. twenty four hours every single day. Like you know, if I wanted to see my friends when I was a kid, I'd either try to ring him on his landline and hopefully he was home to pick it up, or I had to ride my bike to his house. It wasn't like you know I was on Messenger and you know on Instagram and you know they're all on five or six different apps together and yeah. yeah. Oh, it, well, it's, it's it pretty much how, it how every generation kind of says my generation is better than your generation type of thing. You know what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. it's pretty much that way. But I feel, yeah, as I said, like with the good comes the bad and like all the social media stuff, that's, that's the, the advancements we've had with technology. There's going to be bad, bad that comes with it as mm -hmm. well. Right. So it's just that I, I would say that there were like bad things happening in our time. It just wasn't, there wasn't no spotlights on it as it is today. You know what I mean? Definitely. So. Yeah, so I feel like social media actually is good in some ways, but over exposure, I think it's kind of it's it's you gotta shut it off sometimes and just take a break from it and just relax. Yeah, yeah. There's don't a get too reason. into it. Yeah. yeah, don't get too don't indulge yourself too much into what people say online and yeah, let it get to you because it doesn't define you as a person outside of social media, right? Most of nope. these people that you don't oh. even know, anyways. Exactly. Yeah. They're seeing a, a cover. They're not actually seeing the real you. They don't know the whole yeah. story. And they, it doesn't matter. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't owe yeah. anybody an explanation. Yeah, I've gotten a lot better at it. 
I've got a lot better at it now that I'm older, but like, you know, I re I'm a lot less reactive to social media posts that people do. You know, back in the day, I used to love a good social media rumble, but now it's just, it's too much. I just, it's you know, it's dude, I like write out these killer uh, responses and then I'm about to send, I'm like, you know, when I, this is going to turn into about another eight messages and I just do not have the energy and I just feel like that's exactly. how I sort of yeah. now. Yeah. I actually was talking about the the other night with my chat and I said, uh, you almost have to come to a degree where you learn to just desensitize yourself a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel it comes with the territory. It's once you become a, a more, I guess, more involved in the social media world, it, it comes with the territory. You're going to get those kind of people. You're going to get the negative comments. Right. So it's going to. It's very hard, especially for myself. I can I can say that because I do have anxiety. When I see it, I'm like, I start panicking. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't know what to do, right? Like, I, I want to answer, but I can't answer. So I'm like, just delete it and let it go. Yeah, just let it go. Yeah, because the people whose opinion really matters are the ones that you know. What I mean, your family members, your friends, the the people online. You know what I mean? It's it's it is what it is. Wait, are your family nice? To you? Are your uh, family nice to you about cosplaying? Are they? If they don't. Like, uh, I think um, my family can be the most brutal uh, my, in judgment my, on my cosplay. Well, to be honest with you, I don't really, like, speak to a lot of my family members. Um, the mo the only people I really speak to is, like, my mom and my, like, my, my immediate family. But, like, aunts and uncles and stuff like that, no, not really. I don't know what they say, and not, neither do I care. But um, <laughs> um, my mom is old school, so she doesn't really know. So I kind of had to explain everything to her, what it is. But she's on board, and she she... Supports me 100%. Good. That's awesome. I have a saying I'd like to share with you guys, and um, it's do what's right for you, and you'll always have the right people around you. Definitely. Yeah. What about wearing your cot? So when you go to a, a, a con, do you, how do you get there? Do you, how do you feel wearing your cosplay out in public, which isn't a cosplay-related? Like, like for me, I love part of my best parts of going to cons here in Perth is getting ready, Walking out of my house, getting on the train, getting the reactions of the the muggles on the way in, like that. That. How do you do? You guys feel as confident uh, in your cosplay at a con, whether being at a place where it's not cosplay approved. It's kind of like what Nick said earlier with the with the flash in the park. Um, the first time I did it, I, I I didn't know how it was going to be received. But when I got onto like the, the train to get to to the con, everyone was like trying to take pictures and asking me for photos. I'm like, okay, I'm doing this every time now. That's yeah, fun. that's how I am. Yeah. Uh, I found it very nerve-wracking the first time I went to uh, Toronto Comic Con just a few months ago in March. And um, it was my first experience. And I literally said, like, out loud, okay, here we go to my daughter. And I'm like, we're going to do this. So I had to build myself up there. And then it's funny because, uh, like I was saying, next Saturday we have a photo shoot. It's a Spidey meetup. And uh, I'll be black cat. And, um, but I'm being, I'm going with a personal trainer like ahead of time, like to do a workout. So I was like, so how exactly are we going to do this? We're going to go work out and then we're going to get ready. I said, are we just walking out of the gym like superheroes? Like, how's this going to work? Like, so. Nick, what about you? Yeah, cosplay is definitely one of those things where when you take it outside of traditional cosplay environments, you're definitely going to get some interesting looks and some comments. Um, I did this one event where we were at like a Nerf arena and they were raising money for 
I believe it was leukemia at the time. And after the event, I decided, hey, you know, there's a target right here. I want to just go inside the target as Flash. And the difference is very night and day on who will stop you in a con because, oh, my gosh, you're the Flash. And who will stop you in public because, oh, hey, yo, I've seen that suit before. That looking fly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know, and this is actually quite a controversial cosplay topic. People taking photos of you that don't ask. Does that uh, get your anxiety up? Because look, look, this is the way I view it. I'm wearing this costume out in public. Um, I'm obviously going to bring attention to myself. I've done this all to myself. People are going to like snap photos of you and stuff like that. How, how do you guys? That. Don't get me wrong. I believe it's a polite thing to ask people to take a photo, but let's face it, people aren't going to do. It. Does that does that ramp your anxiety up when you see these little sneak? You know, they're they're sitting there like this, going, you know, trying to uh, tend to sneak photos of you. Yeah, sneaking photos is one thing, but I feel like especially now with um, as I said, with social media and YouTube and stuff like that, I found, I saw so many videos on YouTube of Toronto Comic Con, and I'm in like so many of them, and you can't control it, right? You can't control you mm. can't control those types of videos, but yeah, if someone's coming behind you or trying to sneak a photo or something without asking you, it's, yeah, I, 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 I don't think that's appropriate. Yeah. Does it annoy you? Does it, like, really bug you? Or is it just, like, saying you, like, for me, it, it's like, like I said, it doesn't bother me at all, but, it, and I do believe that people should be uh, polite enough to go, hey, can I get a photo? Because we don't want, you know, you want to be at at least, you're in this awesome costume, you want to at least do a pose instead of them. I don't know about everyone or, else, but know, I feel like a the costumes. A half-eaten hamburger in your mouth or whatever. Yeah, like the costumes that I've done are are pretty much like all full helmets. So like I don't have the vision on the left or the right side. So I don't know about everyone else. So I can't really see if anyone's doing that. But I don't know, Nick, uh, Tra uh, Tracy. Um, I didn't really know what to expect, and I still don't always know what to expect. To be honest with you, so. I have seen pictures on the internet of me and they're like, hey, is this you? And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know? Um, but I guess I, I just accepted it as it might be one of those things that happens. I mean, that could happen to you even if you're in cosplay or not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that is one of those things where it is a common courtesy. You know, you should be asking before you take a picture, before you touch, whether you hug, you know, handshake. It's, these are all things that can like build up inside of us that like, if you have an issue with physical touch that might set you off severely, you know, mm -hmm. um, people with autism, people with BPD, these things can really affect us. Um, as someone who's grown with like huggers in the family, it's always kind of like, yeah, I don't really want to touch you, but like your family. So I kind of have to deal with it, but getting <laughs> older, you can kind of like limit that to an extent, especially with the cons and the photos, because, yeah, you can tell someone like, hey, I'm not in the mood to be able to doing the photo right now. Um, this one time somebody was at a con of Fan, uh, Fan Expo Dallas a few years back, and they got a picture of me eating a burger while they were trying to take a picture of somebody else. And I was like, hey, can you drop that? Because like I didn't want to be in that shot. You know, like I'm all puffy and whatnot because the heat down there is ridiculous. And they're like, eh, no, it's part of the photo. And if I crop it, it ruins everything. And I'm like, well, whatever. 
because yeah, there are going to be those people that is kind of, you know, the fact of life. Um, people, some, there are going to be bad people. They're going to do bad things. Sometimes you got to grit your teeth and sometimes you got to know when to, you know, like stand up for yourself, put your foot down. Yeah. I normally just confront the people that have taken sneaky photos and say, hey, do you want a photo? At least let me pose. Do you have an Instagram account? Tag me. I normally just go straight at them just to, and then you try to educate them. Tell them what they should be asking. Have you had that happen to you, um, so yes, uh, a lot of people stop for photos. Um, I'll, I really don't care if I'm like in the middle of a pose and there's like a bunch of people that are already around that are taking pictures and then somebody else just steps in and wants to grab a photo. That's not a big deal for me. Um, I did acting and modeling as a teenager before I got into uh, the abusive relationship and that helped me kind of learn confidence when kind of in costume or in character. Uh, so for me, people taking photos, it can be a bothersome thing, especially, I mean, like I've worked in a gym, so people just sneakily trying to video or do stuff like that. You can tell when it's inappropriate or they're trying. Oops, she got she cut out again. Sorry. She's right. You can tell when people are their their intent with the photos. If they're you know, yeah. generally people are just Snapchatting you. To, oh, look at this guy! You know, I'm on the train and Iron Fist is here. You know, it's generally just that. So, yeah. I don't know. Actually, the other thing. What about like non-cons? You know, I, I I see around the thing about like memes about smelly. People that want that are smelly that take photos with you. Have you seen those kind of memes before, or people paying out on those people? Because I, I take real issue to that. You haven't seen that? Oh, I've I've, I've look, seen a few memes. Yeah, that, I didn't know it was yeah. a thing that went around like that. I no, no, maybe yeah. like one or look, two. I, but... I, I've seen it a few times, and like these people are complaining. You know, it's like wear deodorant. Okay, those people at the at the cons that come up to you and they absolutely stink and want to take a photo of you are generally people with mental health issues that don't quite understand that they're not smelling too good and i, I get really annoyed at people like that sort of go at them it's like pretty much hold your breath take a photo and smile with that guy make his day and let him go you're going to inconvenience yourself for like five seconds but you've made that dude's day don't go like yeah that that sort of annoys me when cosplayers who i find cosplayers want a lot of leeway with their things but when it comes to stuff like that you know, mm. that guy doesn't know he's smelly. He doesn't know his hygiene's down. He, you know, just make his day. Hold your breath, take a photo. And, and just be kind. Yeah. That's exactly right. He's not meaning it. And, you know, they're not meaning it. They're, and I'm sure they've probably had like 10 people, you know, possibly turn them away and made them feel bad. So just yeah, make their day. Like, we're all going to feel uncomfortable in periods. And, you know, someone smelling is probably like, the, for me, the least worst uncomfort i could probably have you know i've got a lot of mental stuff that's probably 10 times worse than smelling someone but and i'm, and I'm sure i'm sure everyone at some point probably makes someone else feel feel uncomfortable so it's mm. it's bound to happen yeah. right um yeah i just feel sorry for when i see these guys at the cons yeah. and people want to take a photos of them and you know i i try to make an effort to stop and take a photo with them make their day they're not they're, they've got you know we've all got mental health issues some worse some bad some worse some better you know just, yeah. like I said, just be nice people. Sorry, I'm just getting all my uh, cosplay gripes out. 
<laughs> but I have that. I've been wanting to discuss for a while. The smelly people are one of them. Leave them alone. Take their photos. Is there anything else you guys want to touch touch before we go? No. This has been a really great experience, and thank you so much for putting this all together. Um, I hope to see that there is more of this in the future. I know this is the third of the third series, but this is absolutely amazing. And I'd like to yeah, I'm glad to do it every year. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. Yeah. So, any anybody else want to talk about anything? Um, I have a quick question. Mm -hmm. What are we some cosplays that some of you are looking forward to doing in the future, if you have any plans? Okay. A future cosplays? Yeah. Uh, I'll be Nick. doing Hella. <laughs> Nick, are you doing the um? I'll ask you a controversial question, I guess. Are you doing the um? Uh, the new Flash costume? Oh heck yeah, I am, man. What you man? I have been working on this uh, the Flash movie suit since about January. Um, I'm completely puff painting a spandex, which that takes a long time as it is but there's a whole bunch of detail that looks like real veiny i don't know if you guys would be able to see it on here my camera's not very great but like yeah, I can see some, this some is work, yeah. like so tedious but we are like uh the top of the suit is done now and i've been fighting with my 3d printer for like the past six months but now we can officially <laughs> print in tpu and flexible materials so i am finishing up the rest of the files for the boots and i'm currently uh re-spray painting the helmet because i found a better way to do the metallic paints so it looks a bit like this now instead of like a more just maroon red very nice. nice. Thank you. But that's my main plan for the year. Maybe Savitar from the CW show if DO3D Ooh. makes the file. But uh, other than that, that's the big one. They have a cool. I actually have it in my um my cart right now. A, a cool flash helmet that I saw with the with the visors. I don't know if you saw that one. I like that one. Yeah. I like how you said it's in your cart already. <laughs> yeah, it's in my cart already. Yeah. I just want to have the helmet sitting there. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'll use it, but I want to have the helmet sitting there. Um, Wiz, what do you have next, man? Um, I've and I've had these cosplays sitting in my cup. I've got Yami from Black Clover. Um, I've got that pretty much done. Um, and uh, Tenjin from Demon Slayer. But you know, this is a. I guess this could be a mental health. Like right now, my physique isn't in anywhere near where I, where I want to be to wear those cosplays. So it doesn't um, need to be. Oh, I, I, look, I know that. I, look, I know the whole, you know, and I agree with it, cosplays for everyone. And But, you know, for my personal artisticness, yeah. I want my my physique to be in in, um, in a certain way. That's just the way I am, and that's how I am. I don't yeah. judge anyone on themselves. Um, so I just got to get that uh, up a scratch. And, you know, and that, and look, I don't, actually, I do have a question. Is there, is there any, when, when you know your mental health sort of goes, is there any sort of uh, what do you guys notice? Is there any? Do you have any like telltale, telltale signs of it? Like for me, if my weight goes up, yes. If I suddenly disappear from cons, that's probably. Do you guys have any? And, that, and then that generally triggers me. I've got to go see someone about it. Do you guys have anything like that for yourselves that you 
now that you've sort of grown a bit older. I, I think I think with everybody, I think food is kind of like a comfort for everyone. And I feel it's probably mm -hmm. the first go-to that everyone goes to. Mm -hmm. Um uh alcohol or something else might be the second. I don't know. But um I feel yeah, food is probably the first one that everyone goes to. Yeah. I just shut including down myself. I, I can speak for myself. I just had some nice PFC today. <laughs> yeah. And that, that, that's the thing about getting older, especially with mental health issues. You do you do you do get to know yourself a lot better, and you can sort of feel it out. A lot yeah, yeah. Better. You can you can you can. But I said to each his own. I said if you, I mean, if you want to look the part, it's up to you. Man. But yeah, everyone mm. can cosplay, right? Oh look, and you don't necessarily have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Look, my, part of my cosplay is look. I am a bit older now. Um, I do struggle with my weight. It does give me a reason to work out. It does give me a reason to eat, eat healthy. Um, so yeah, that's what I use it for. Like, like I said, each of their own. Everyone, everyone does yeah. their cosplaying differently. Right. Pumpkin, what's your next cosplay? Uh, I am currently actually making, uh, from the boys TV show, my firecracker. Um, she's a new character on season four and I have figured out exactly how to make the suit and everything that she needs. So just getting that finished. Uh, that should be by Dragon Con. And then a Mandalorian armor and Harley Quinn. It'll be definitely finished by the end of the year. Nice. Yes. Are you printing out are you printing out this armor? Where are you getting your armor from? No, I'm building it. Uh so EVA foam. Um okay. I have yeah, I've always been big into crafting and then I found out that in cosplay I could literally do everything that I like I can combine all of it and uh, that that's made me very happy so <laughs> I'm, I'm very jealous of people that can do foam armor and stuff I gave it a yeah exactly what, well, uh, that, that leads to another question too because I've seen a lot of people actually have to debate back and forth of between EVA and 3d printing like what do you guys think about that because a lot of people a lot of 3d printers get discredited for their work they absolutely shouldn't be Okay. No, like this is what we need to do. We, I'll, I'll give, I, I'll give yeah. people, I'll give people uh, <laughs> one of my three D prints, and you can sand and and sand and uh, what else to that thing, and see if you think there's no work in three D printing. I'll you, tell you, gonna, my, yeah. I tell you, it took, it took it took me months just to figure out how to level the bed. <laughs> it took me, I had no clue what the hell I was doing, <laughs> and my my buddy told me like. Research it before you buy it. Don't just go buy a 3D printer. Research it. I'm like, no, I'm just going to wing it. It took me months, almost pretty much almost a year to, to learn how to level the bed. And it was so simple once I got used to it. He's like, that's why you're supposed to research. Mm. I would have to oh, say, I uh, um, well, 3D printing and foam, it kind of reminds me of like when digital art started coming out more and painters were getting upset or sketch artists were getting upset because digital art wasn't art and it's like no it's just a different kind like there's all different kinds of art you don't there doesn't have to be just one so like going into cosplay contests later on maybe they're you know you'll just have to figure out a different way to judge for 3d printing you need to know what goes into it your judges have to know the amount of work that it takes to 3d print something you know it, exactly just as simple yeah. as that it's its own art the yeah. sanding and the priming in 3d printing is ridiculous and will become the worst thing in your whole life when you start and but you got to do it safely and i think a lot of cons now are um are actually accepting 3d prints 
as part of the contest, um, cosplay contest. So it is good. Down there. Yeah, definitely. My and it's less basic. Yeah. Uh, my 3D printers, I've got three of them and one's at least broken down. All the time, constantly I've only got the and... one for now. Like, I just yeah. literally started 3D printing. I just started doing this, but I'm actually doing a, my Sub Zero. I don't know if you can see. I'm trying to build a Sub Zero. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. So that's my next cosplay. I don't know what else I have planned. I probably want to do a Deathstroke, but like, that's huge. Like, all the armor pieces on, on DO 3D is why I'm like, that's going to take me a long time. That'll be awesome, man. <laughs> Look, I want to do the shredder because I think that would be actually easy because it's really just shoulder and some legs and stuff like yeah. that. So that's and and the other thing is trying to scale things three for three D printing. Yeah. I haven't quite mastered that uh, skill either yet. What do you use to, to, to measure? Are you using a caliper? No, I use um is the Armor Smith. That's your uh the program Armor Smith. Have you used that? Oh, okay, it's, okay. For, it's actually for foam. Yeah. So I just you know what I want to do is I want to get a I want to get like a scanner to scan my head in so I can just have a three. Oh, yeah, there's pro yeah there's programs for that now. I just use the basic uh, caliper from uh, I forgot Uncle Jesse. Yeah, I think it's Uncle Jesse. Yeah, Uncle Jesse. Yeah. So. Yeah. Is I there actually, any cost? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, um, I saw a TikTok just the other day about a scaling issue, and there's a guy that made a whole bunch of files on Thingiverse where there are different head sizes based on like hat sizing. So like if you mm -hmm. wear like a six and a hat, if you wear an eight and a hat, they have the head, just like a head sized perfectly to it so that you can download that and uh, scale your helmet prints and files to the size that you need. And that way it's like perfect every time. Mm, nice. yep. I'll ask you guys one last question before we go. Um, mm -hmm. Money not an option. What cosplay would you want to do? Uh, Tracy and Jevin, uh, Jevin, go first. I'm kind of trying to put that in the works right now as a stormtrooper outfit. It's so expensive. Um, like really ridiculous expensive where I'm looking. But if I'm going to do it, I want to do it this way. And yeah, so that's pretty much it. <laughs> um. For me, um, has anyone here ever heard of the movie Threads from 1984? What movie? Threads. How do you spell it? T-H-R-E-A-D-S. Okay. Yeah, know. there's a character from that. Um, here, he's actually my film fan background. I didn't want to cosplay this guy for a very long time. Oh. Yeah, so... I have the mask done. It's just um, the hardest part is finding that clown oh. hat. It's very difficult to find these things. But he's like the number one thing I want to cosplay now. He won't even be that expensive, but that's like number one by far. Um, so money, no option. Uh, that's going to be a little bit of a harder one for me. I have pretty much a full replica already of the CW season one through three flash suit. Um, but if I had to like really, really pick one, it'd either be between like the original nineties flash outfit with John Wesley ship or the 89 Batman, as there are people that drop that for like $3,000. And I'm like, 
that's my rent. <laughs> that's a little too much. But 89 Batman was always one of those where, like, everybody watches it. Everyone has a good time with it. You always have the memories with your family. So yeah. one of these days, that's one of those that you, like, got to pick up. Um, so X23 for me, um, that's one that I actually want to put a lot of work into just tiny little fine tuning, uh, kind of like the boot claws. Uh, I want retractable claws. It's extremely, uh, if money wasn't an option, that would be mine that I would put a ton of work into. That's a passion, uh, a lot of other plans, but that's my biggest one. For me, do, have you guys? I can't, his Instagram starts with a hate Humvee or Hum. He does like. Have you seen the guy that does like um, Juggernaut? And he does, and he's been doing like a Hulkbuster R two D two at the moment. Have you? Do you know that guy? I I, I know. I've, I've seen it before on Instagram. Yeah. 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 Look, I would get him to make me start. I don't know what it would be, but I'd get that guy to make me start. He does. I think he does Bumblebee as well. Um, Optimus. He makes. He, I'm not sure if he does Optimus. He may do Optimus, but he does it out of, like, he molds it out of, I think, out of rubber or something, and they're, like, you know, six foot eight big, and he's on steel. Oh, I'll send you the guy's link. But I'll get him to do something. I don't know what it would be. And if not that, I wouldn't mind doing, like, Sabretooth. Would be, uh, but trying to get that stuff would be difficult. (laughs) What's that? I said they got a shoot plan there with the X-23. Yeah. But I don't know, just just with all the fur, I don't know. I look at it and yeah. go, oh, that looks like a good guy. That would it, would, it would look cool though, I think. You could pull it off. Mm. Yeah. Right. Mine is probably Deathstroke, because like, that's like the first character I actually fell in love with. Uh, so I think like to upgrade and fully upgrade my Deathstroke would be would be ideal for me. Yeah. There's something about Slade, I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, uh, th- that being said, uh, Nick, have you seen the um the, the speedster deathstroke? I have seen the speedster deathstroke. I think you should do that one. I I so I have no idea where this uh I used to have a deathstroke mask from Excoser. I cannot for the life of me remember what happened to it. But I was going to uh use that for the speedster deathstroke pattern. Yeah. But then one day, just to have no idea where it went, and that idea completely went away off the board. Like I, I bought the um the print from I think it was Four Neo. I think I bought the uh, the pattern from Four Neo. I got it printed and everything. But like the, the spandex suit and a and the helmet doesn't really mesh together. You kind of need some kind of like I feel like a bit of an armor to add a bit of um to make it a bit more cohesive. So because yeah. I tried to, I, it, it it came fully fully zipped up so i tried to cut the holes and it looked just weird you know what i mean so i'm like oh shoot i need to actually cut the whole neck off and put a new helmet on but yeah we could do that one day definitely anything else you guys wanna don't get nick started on that issue with speedster deathstroke <laughs> <That's Noah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anything else you guys want to touch on before we sign off? Nope. No, I'm good. Thank you guys so much for coming. It was a pleasure. 
And I actually didn't sweat this time. I usually sweat like crazy when I have to do these. My anxiety goes through the roof. So you guys made it made me really comfortable. So just want to thank you guys all for coming. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye.